Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Today's episode is brought to you by Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. If you love good chicken, if you love a good chicken sandwich, you have to go there. Been a few times. Absolutely love it. If you like hot chicken, great. If you don't love hot chicken, that's great too. They brought Nashville-style chicken to the D.C. area. Their motto is unity through food. They are a veteran-owned, minority-owned business, and they are trying to create something for themselves, create something for the community, and trying to find ways to give back. Hot Chicken Kitchen, check them out. Go to their website. They're at 14313 Potomac Mills Road, Woodbridge, Virginia. Talk to Anthony or talk to Freddie. Tell them Tay and Todd sent you. Hot Chicken Kitchen, try it out. You won't regret it. Washington football team nation, what is going on? Hey, it's a tough one. Just got beat by Ron's old team, Carolina, six and nine now. Todd, how you feeling? I think we actually okay. I'm feeling I'm feeling okay. We have a lot to get to, man. For one, we didn't do our we didn't record after we recorded last Sunday before all of this. Dwayne Haskins stripper thing came out and we're not going to talk about that because it doesn't really matter anymore but I feel like we have a lot to talk about still because of that I'm doing okay I mean they're still in a winning situation you would have liked to see them show up and you know for Ron and beat his former team also in a winning in situation this week I feel like the defense did show up they only gave up 13 points and there were two turnovers uh, well two interceptions the 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 fumble by Steven Sims ultimately is the killer, right? You lost gone. twenty to thirteen. That's what I'm mad about. Mo. I think he's gone after this year. I, I don't want. But see, I'm done with him. I'm, I'm not. Him. I'm actually not done with him. Okay, I, I'm fine with him. I'm done with him as a punt as a punt returner. That's fine because you you can't that can't happen. As a receiver though, I'm I'm not done with him just yet. But we can talk about that. Later. I mean, that's the second time he's done that this year, man. Like that is on, the, the second first game of the season. Like you, that's unacceptable. We that's we unacceptable. we don't have a punt returned. That I'm sure of. That's that unacceptable, man. You cannot do that. Like that's that's what I'm mad the most out of. Despite the poor play of Haskins, like that cannot happen. Especially the same thing happened earlier in the year, man. That, that I mean, the special happen. teams does not touch the field enough to allow something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, offense gets, what, 60 to 80 plays. Defense gets 60 to 80 plays. Special teams gets mm, 10, you know? Yeah. And, you're, and, and, and touchdowns are being allowed in those 10 plays. Special teams allowed half as many points as the defense. Come on. More than half as many. Or anyway, so, okay. So let's get into all of that right now. But I say we talk about quarterback first because it's the most important thing, Tave. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Dwayne Haskins is done in DC. That he's done. The experiment is over. You know, the 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 give him opportunities is over. The you know, give him time to learn the playbook. The he doesn't have enough weapons. The O-line isn't good. The offensive coordinator isn't good. All of that. It's all done. Like he's done in DC. And what really sucks more than anything for Dwayne, because him, him at this point having failed. And I will still acknowledge the fact he should have never been drafted here. He's drafted to a bad situation, to a bad team, all that. It does not give me pleasure, you know, to see him so down. It doesn't give me pleasure to see him have reached his dreams and then have to have made it and for it all to have gone so horribly wrong. But let's not pretend like he didn't make plenty of mistakes. Let's also not pretend like he's just a young kid who just made mistakes like all young kids do because he is a young guy. He's 23, but there's plenty of other 23 year olds on this team. There's younger guys in this team. There's younger guys around the league. He was the only one in the entire NFL who was caught at having a party with strippers during COVID with no mask on. Okay. So he was the, in the, t- in the NFL. <laughs> what'd you say? 
What? It's in NFL, James Harden is the other. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. In the NFL, almost in all of major sports, but in the NFL, that's not just a young guy. Like, there's plenty of young guys in the NFL. So, so sure, he's young and he can and needs to learn, but that's not just a, that's not just a, oh, we forgive it for that reason. Okay. Now, the thing that really sucks for Dwayne, though, and I, and I said this, and I don't remember if I said it to you, Tay, and, and the guys in the chat, or if I just kept saying it in my head, but I was saying, no, well, we talked about it before the game. If Dwayne plays well, they win redemption. If you lose, if they lose and he plays poorly, I mean, it's going to be nothing. He, he will be known for nothing but the stripper thing. That's the worst part about it for him, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's people, you know, he, um, when he, when he was, you know, they said he wasn't going to talk to the media. People are tweeting saying he has to get, he has to get to the club early. Oh, strippers are waiting for him, all those things <laughs> that he did to himself. Mm-hmm. That's what sucks is that he is not going to be known for anything more than that. And it sucks for him. And I mean, I like there's a part of me that feels bad for him as you know, he's a person, but it, it his time in DC is done. And, and I hope that he can find success elsewhere, maybe as a backup and then maybe down the road somewhere, get an opportunity and have improved in, in all facets of his game, both on and off the field. But in DC, it's a wrap. It's done. It's a wrap. Taylor Heineke had two drives and honestly looked better than Dwayne Haskins has at any point in his time in Washington. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Am I, am I like, am I exaggerating by saying that? Not at all. Taylor Heineke looked at least as good as Dwayne did against uh, Philly in New York last year in a game and a half, mm-hmm. if not better. So the excuses have to end. So it's, I wish him nothing but the best, but. The search continues. That's those are my thoughts on Dwayne Haskins. I hope that he grows yeah. up and gets other opportunities. Yeah, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to bash the guy because so many people are right. But was I? I do you feel like was I bashing him just now? No, 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 no. Okay, all right, no, just no. making sure because I don't want to bash him either. What I meant to say is I don't want to repeat what you just said because okay. I can say the same thing. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> then maybe it would be bashing. <laughs> yeah, then it would be. Yeah, then it would be bashing. Um, you know, people, you know, got on Ron earlier in the year about decision to bench Dwayne Haskins. And to bench him and put him at third string. Yes, to bench him and put him at third string. And to be honest, that's where he belongs. And quite frankly, I think that he's been given more than enough chances to redeem himself. Um you know, he's been given a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance, a fifth chance. And the storyline has been, he, he he's could have had about four different storylines for him to turn out to be good where, you know, he could bounce back. Right, and right, right, right. It just, you know, you had the, the benching and then Alex Smith gets hurt and it's like a storyline. Okay, maybe the number one pick can, maybe the top, the, the first round pick can get his, throws a dud. Okay, uh, the stripper incident. Okay, well, maybe he can bounce back. He's getting another chance opportunity. A dud. He had an 8.3 QBR rating at, at halftime. That's unacceptable. That's over. It's, it's half of that now. You see, like, that, that's Four, crazy. 4.1, I think. That, that's terrible, you know. And, you know, people bash Ron in the beginning. And honestly, you have to wonder if Dwayne started every game this year, we may have been in consideration for the number one pick in the draft. I definitely think that's possible. Um, I now think I'm that's say, possible. You know, I'm saying that okay. Well, he's a black quarterback, and and because of the as and, remember, and and just to be clear, we're both black. So yeah, so we yeah. yeah we're both we can black. speak on and, it personally, right? Right. And the thing is, you know, everybody and I think when it was when we first benched them off, oh y'all do black quarterbacks wrong, right? 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 In Washington, they do what black quarterback. He's just bad. It has nothing to do with care with color. And and it's, and no, it's the Hispanic coach that benched him. Yeah, it's a Hispanic coach that benched him. Who 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 survived with the black quarterback who he who both have the offensive coordinator and the um the quarter the, the, the head coach survived, you know, they had a great relationship with Cam Newton, Scott Turner, right, way right, back right. with Teddy Bridgewater. Right, you know? right, right. So so that we, we can't use that excuse. It has nothing to do uh, with it. Nothing to do with nothing that. Nothing to do with it. Um, he's not accurate. 
And as of right now, uh, he he doesn't. I don't know, man. I I, I saw a report that said that Ron talked to Ron, uh, Doug Williams um, Monday or Tuesday, and that um, Ron wanted to cut him, for, if I'm not mistaken. But they said no because of what's at stake. And they said, just find them the biggest fine that you could possibly do. I forgot where I saw that at, but that, that someone did say that. And, um, you know. I, I could definitely see, because based on what we know about Ron, is that in, in difficult situations, which Dwayne put Ron in just an incredibly tough situation that he should not have been put in, Ron seems to seek the advice and input from, from several other people. Yeah, he when he was signing Eric Reed uh, to the Panthers, he talked to a bunch of people um, when he was talking about the all the protests that were happening during the offseason, how to handle that. He talked to a bunch of people. So like what you just said, I could absolutely see this scenario where Ron is sitting there and saying, how do I want to handle this? How should I handle it? And talking to people like Doug Williams, people in the organization, mm-hmm. whoever, people that he trusts to say, what is the best way to handle this situation? Yeah, and and. I mean, you don't want to respond off of the heat of the moment because I know his first response right. was like, let's get right. rid of this guy. Right. You but give him another opportunity and he yeah. stinks it up. Right. Just right. stinks it up. And, and-, <laughs> and, and you say you can't blame the loss on Haskins. Yes, you can, because it was a distraction all week. I mean, I, I agree. And and you talk about chances. He even got a chance in the second half. Ron said that he didn't bench him and put Heineke in going to the second half because he said, well, we saw last week that resurgence – where Dwayne improved in the second half. So he even got another chance in the game where he was getting another chance. Mm-hmm. He got two chances by starting the first half, by starting the game, and by starting the second half. And so, I, and then, I mean, the most telling thing is after the game where the question was, Ron, what do you want to see from Dwayne this week? You know, and he said, improvement. That's all he said. He said, improvement. <laughs> and when we, when, you, when we talk about the cutting him, versus finding him you know the the rationale was okay well taylor heineke he's this guy we just signed what two weeks ago mm-hmm. who was supposed to be our you know our covid backup our covid guy came out in, i want to say 2015 undrafted free agent was with the panthers in 2018 started one game i believe started or i think started a game uh the week 17 so i guess has some familiarity with the offense but you just picked him up a couple weeks ago then you've got Steven Montez, undrafted rookie free agent, who they see in practice. Alex Smith hurt. Kyle Allen hurt. So you got Dwayne Haskins, Taylor Heineke, Steven Montez. You would think that Dwayne would be the best option. He finished the game strong last week. You would have thought, okay, well, he's the best option. And and then and if and if Ron cuts Dwayne and you and you're throwing Taylor Heineke out there, and then you lose the game off a of quarterback play then suddenly it's, well, okay, well, you made this big, you know, stance on Dwayne, but now you're hurting the team, right? Everyone's going to hate that. So I had no problem with the decision with putting the 52 first. Mm -hmm. You thought that Dwayne was going to give you the best chance to win. You come to find out that Taylor Heineke (laughs) gave you the best chance to win. And I'm not saying that as an indictment on Ron. I'm saying that makes it look so much worse for Dwayne Mm -hmm. because you are here because you're supposed to be the best option and you get outshined by Taylor Heineke, mm-hmm. he looks better in two drives than you looked on nine drives this game. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. you know, it's and I and I really want to make sure I'm not bashing him. I'm just saying, like I'm I'm trying to just show how how significant it is, like how really how bad he looked. Yeah, he had 13 starts. Now I'm gonna pull up the stats. Um, I'm gonna tweet out the stats because I, well, actually no, I'm gonna just pull them up. What were you about to say? You, you know, a part of me wants. I think this played out well for Ron and it played out well for the organization. And there's not going to be a quarterback uh, controversy. Nope. <laughs> nope. And that, and that's what I, and that's what I like about it. You know, yeah, yeah. all those Haskins fans and, and I was a Haskins fans in the, in the beginning. I was too. But once I seen some of the passes that he couldn't make and that it was just like, okay. How is Henneke more mobile than <laughs> Haskins? I don't get it. 
Aiki came in and it, his accuracy was it almost felt like something we'd never seen before. And I mean he missed you know, a couple the extension of the the extension yeah. of plays. I just tweeted out the one the touchdown that got called back on a holding call that should not have been called. That was a phenomenal play. Like, are you kidding? Like, what? And then you compare that to the fourth and two, which was probably Dwayne Haskins' last play of his career in Washington. Camp Sims is wide open, doesn't see him, but then he tries to take off and run and gets sacked for minus five like, yards. What is, he, is, he, is, he, have... is he running in mud? I mean, what, like, I don't, I don't get it. He's How got do you weights not... in his cleats. It's, it's something, man. It's it, it something. It's something. But I think it, I think it played out well for Ron, where. We go into the off season, where we, I, I believe we put the playoffs or not. I believe we put the league on notice. Um, we need a receiver, big time. We may need two of them, and we mm-hmm. definitely need a quarterback. So, yeah, I'm up. I'm, I'm upset, but although I think Sims that that play lost the game, like you just cannot. That's just unacceptable. That, that. that gave them momentum. It was at a point where no one was scoring. Yeah. It, oh man, that was horrible. Um, that hurt. That hurt, yeah. man. It really did. And, you know, I don't, I personally don't think Dwayne is getting like released this week. I think he's on the roster to the end of the season. Now, I also don't necessarily think that Alex Smith comes back this year uh, because that calf, that calf strain, I think, is just a problem. Mm-hmm. And he's strained it and he doesn't already, he already doesn't have much calf to work with there. Mm-hmm. So I just, in, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, I'm not a doctor, but in my opinion, we may not see Alex again this year, so I think Heineke's probably starting next week. And I mean, I'll be curious to see him play, which which, which I'm fine with because honestly, I'm, it's not about him um, winning the game. For me, it's just being accurate. Give our receivers a chance. Just give to, them a chance. Yeah, that's it. That's and it. you know what? The it's it's the accuracy obviously stood out, dude. But um, I mean, it was just the second level throws. You know the 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 throws that. You know, when you watch all 22 and you say, well, this guy's open, but, you know, yada, yada, yada. But then you see a quarterback just come out and make these throws. The one to Logan Thomas down the seam that he dropped, but was just yeah. perfect. Throws like that. And you say, these are, these are yeah, the one, the one, the, the deep shot to Cam Sims, uh, the one that Gandy Golden that looked like he dropped. You look at these and you say, why haven't we seen these even attempts? Mm-hmm. Now, I believe if we'd seen lots of them, they're inaccurate. But why haven't we seen these attempts, mm-hmm. you know, coming from Dwayne Haskins? And I, it, it, it's a lot mm-hmm. of things. He, I don't think he, he doesn't know the playbook as well. He can't read defenses as well. And then the accuracy is a problem. There's just a lot of problems there. And obviously, Dan Snyder goes back. This, this specifically does go back to Dan Snyder. Because, again, Dwayne Haskins shouldn't have been drafted here for a number of reasons. And it's really not Dwayne Haskins. A quarterback in the first round shouldn't have been drafted here in 2019. It's not even about Dwayne Haskins specifically. Now, look, if you ended up with a guy and he's good, then we'll say, okay, great decision, Dan. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, so I'm I'm sorry. It's the worst. It, it it doesn't feel good. It's unfortunate. I mean, you know, I, I knew, you know, when I found out that Dwayne was benched week four, I said, okay, because he hadn't done anything impre- impressive. Um, but so it's like I kind of known and he hadn't really shown anything that would make you think he could be a franchise quarterback, but mm. it's pretty much consensus now. Like, every, yeah. like there should be no more question. This was it, man. You're coming out against a, a, a below average defense with an opportunity to win the division. And you, <laughs> you don't even look average. You look bad. You look terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, horrible. Mm-hmm. So I, it's Yeah. Maybe like, we've what reached were the you criteria doing all week? Yeah, and, like, and you know, <laughs> if we can for a moment just talk about, like, it's not about, like, being with strippers or like that. It's it's just It kind of speaks to a mentality as a whole that I think that to be a top quarterback, to be a very good quarterback in this league, you can't have. And I, and I just think that he doesn't have it. Maybe not right now, maybe not at all. I also don't think – I mean, most first-round quarterbacks become busts, mm-hmm. right? Like – you're most likely to find him in the first round, but that likelihood is still 50-50 at best. Mm-hmm. So it's not crazy to think that a first-round quarterback would be a bust. But I just think it's a mentality issue. We heard that he doesn't work hard last year. We heard that he's not working as hard as they want this year, that he has to be pushed along, that even what he does is still John Kimes 70, said 70% of what they want to see. 
quarterbacks who are not playing well don't go from being the first string to the to the inactive third string. They go mm-hmm. from first to second. Mm-hmm. When Ron took him from first and put him as third, that should have told you all you needed to know that it was not only about his play. Yeah. And then when he came out last week and he's wearing that wristband, so he doesn't have to worry about mispronouncing the plays. That should tell you something too. Okay. So again, I just I'm just trying to make it clear that Ron and, and Scott and probably Kyle, even Jay Gruden, probably Kevin O'Connell, probably other scouts in that room, all felt this way. Like they're not they don't hate him. Nobody hates him. We're just seeing what we see. And what we see is a kid who 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 is not have the mentality that it, that is required to become a top quarterback in this league. Mm-hmm. He's not fixing his accuracy issues. He's not fixing his pocket presence. He's not fixing his mechanics. So I, that sucks. You know the funny thing is, it, it, I guess they blitzed a little bit, but it looked like they did the same thing that uh, Jets, sorry, not the, the Jets, the Seahawks did. No, with the. Oh. Um, with Haskins in the beginning by just rushing four. For oh yeah, part. yeah. And Haskins beats himself, throwing little right. checkdowns behind it, like. Right. Right. It's the it's and it's the time the, the, you look the second at inter, the 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 first interception or the second Logan interception Thomas. to Logan Thomas. The I first believe. one was to Logan. Okay, what was the one where he threw to three defenders? No, uh, I think so. And I uh, was it the fumble? I think it was the fumble. I don't know which one it was, but I seen Antonio Gibson was wide open for the check down, but instead he went for um where was where was the Logan play? It at? probably would have been the Logan interception. I'd have to watch was it. Was it back. deep? It wasn't deep, it was second level. It was probably fifteen yards down the field, fifteen, twenty yards down the field. Okay, I think yeah, I think uh Gibson was wide open for the check down. And it's kind of that's kind of the issue that you see, and it's not just Dwayne, but quarterbacks from being bad, it's you in that situation should have gone with your check down. But you mm-hmm. didn't. It was the same with the the second interception last week. You should have just gone to your check down. Mm-hmm. Then other times you go to your check down too fast and say, "Hey, you should have kept your eyes downfield. <laughs> this guy's open." Mm-hmm. And it's just the inability to properly diagnose the defense to know what I should do. That is that is an inability to properly, quickly process and diagnose the defense and make a decision. So and you're deciding open. what you're going to do. Right. You know what you. It's. I don't want to. I hope this doesn't sound crazy, but like we play Madden. Madden on offense is is point oh 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 one percent of what it's like mm-hmm. to actually play quarterback mm-hmm. in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. But Tay, you play Madden, you have your plays that you know, right? Mm-hmm. Right, you know them, and so I know if I'm calling whatever this, let's say it's empty, this one play, and there's a there's a a, a fade route, there's a curl route, there's a post route, there's a, a spot route over the middle. I've run this place so many times, right? I just I know it well enough in playing Madden that I know what I'm doing, right? Right. Like I'm looking here first. If that's not there, I'm coming back. I know if it's right. cover one, that's not going to be there. I know if it's cover two, that might be there. I know if that linebacker drops, that I'm just going to go here. Right. That's a much, I mean, an infinitely smaller scale. But to but yeah. that's what NFL quarterbacks are doing, is it not? I, now they have I to agree. physically stand there and make the throw, and there's pressure and all that. But but that's what it is for Dwayne. It's dropping back and saying, okay, it's cover two so i know that that's not there but if i look here that might be there that's not there i'm coming here okay i'm going there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's what's missing yeah that's what's missing and it's not just about the being not having not being here long enough to run the plays because jalen hurts is doing that because justin herbert is doing it i mean two got benched but you know joe burrow is doing that it's so it's 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 him yeah yeah and i hope again like i said hope he gets better i hope he gets opportunities elsewhere but but the failure here has has much more to do. If if we have to, you know, hand out where the blame stands, you know, Dwayne Danson brought him here. But once we got to that point, he uh, 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 Dwayne is not, you know, I won't say he takes one hundred percent, but he takes most of it, right? Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, I mean, look, he's probably not going to go somewhere else and become Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. And so, and if he's just a bad player, he's just a bad player. That's there's some players that are bad, some are good, some yeah. are bad. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I mean, I didn't even I didn't intend to talk about this long, but it is kind of the end of Dwayne Haskins in DC. So right. we spent enough time talking about him on the other side of things, so it kind of makes yeah. sense here. So yeah, okay. So do you, let's. I mean, we could talk about the positives. Chase Young, first of all, became a captain as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Bought headphones for every player on the team. Yeah, I mean the the leadership from Chase to come out with Taylor Heineke comes out in the field and Chase Young's out there dapping him up you know giving him words of encouragement 
he's in he's just it's insane chase young is is he was he was worth every second round pick in the world mm-hmm. i mean second overall pick mm-hmm. that's that's my positive if we're gonna do some positives that's my positive do you do you want to go with the positive positive is we get another chance next week i mean we still got something yeah. to play for and 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 um, I know I mentioned to you earlier that I'm glad, yeah, Ron could have spent plenty of money this year and, and bought a team, you know, that, but I'm glad we got to see what we have. So now next year, yeah. it's like, we're not that far away. And um, Hey, we still got something to play for. We play a Philly team who's banged up. They got Fletcher Cox. They have nothing to play for. And yeah, they have nothing, they have nothing to play for. And they may, they may, they may sit some players and, you know, you never know. You get one more chance. You're probably wearing all white jerseys. You're on the road. You're not favored. You're the underdog. So let's see what they do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, they set themselves up to at least be in this position. I mean, um, let me, let me, let me think of another positive from the game. Uh, the weird thing about the defense is that they did play well, but there's also a lot of negative plays that kind of stand out, you know, yeah. some long games, long throws that were given up or allowed, uh, you know, I mean, I'm glad Cam Crow got another interception. He's getting his shine. I mean, I just well defensively overall they played well, right? They gave some stuff up. They bent some, but they gave mm-hmm. up 13 points, dude. Mm-hmm. They gave up nothing in the second half. Yeah, as usual. Your defense gives up 13 points. You should be winning games. Yeah. So I, Chase Young was not trying to lose this game. So I think the defense was still a positive. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting to me that points allowed goes to the defense when it should you know they should if the special teams gives up a touchdown then the points allowed shouldn't go on the defense's record hey we didn't do that we weren't on the field for that yeah i agree okay well here's do you have any other positives no i don't okay <laughs> gibson antonio gibson, gibson was back gibson, he looked good yeah. that's yes, one thing did. i'll say about scott turner is he got away from the run too fast yeah he, he did. got away from the run too much too fast gibson averaged six yards a carry i that was a mistake yeah. Now, if Dwayne Haskins out there, probably wouldn't matter, but he got away from the run too fast. Uh, okay. Here's my question for you, Tay. We're sitting here at six and nine. Okay. Doubled our wins from last year. We've seen the defensive make an incredibly drastic improvement. Okay. We've seen some things on offense that we like, and we also know the major weaknesses on offense that we need to fix and on defense. So you're sitting at six and nine. And this, Tay, this will probably never happen again. You're six mm-hmm. and nine. If you win next week, you're going to the playoffs, and at best, you have the 19th pick in the draft. You win a game in the playoffs, best 25th, so on and so forth. You lose next week, and you potentially have the 7th pick in the draft. I don't know. I, like We're talking about oh, this team being a, the win or the loss being a 12-spot swing in draft order. First of all, that's crazy, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I asked you this before. And I'm asking you again, because we like as much as we knew quarterback was a problem, it's it we know even more how significant of a problem it is. And there's potential to address it at the top of the draft. So how much more does this team have to gain? You're instilling you're instilling winning, yada yada yada. You go seven and nine, you go to the playoffs because the division was bad and you were the best of the bad. You go to the playoffs. And let's say they lose in the wild card round. Do you have more to gain from that? Or do you have more to gain from at this point? I'm not saying tanking. I'm not talking about tanking. They're not tanking, obviously. I'm talking about what ends up happening. If they end up losing, do you see a scenario where that could end up working out better for them potentially? Potentially having a seventh, eighth, ninth pick, drafting a guy, trading up, drafting a quarterback, having quarterback of the future? Uh, I guess yes, in a sense of... um the the price to move up won't be as steep or as steep, but my thing is, regardless of where you are, if you need a quarterback, you move up for him. I don't care if you have to mortgage the future, you know. And I agree so, with that. So, so I mean, ideally, if we lose, you know, yes, that 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 might make the price drop a little bit, you know, with with um maybe uh, Cincinnati. Or or Miami with Houston's pick, maybe even the Jets. Maybe even the Jets. You know, you could probably get up to two. You know, who knows? Um, you're right. We've already exceeded expectations, but I just, you know, 
I, I, I would like to win the division, and, and it's, but I mean, it's like winning is winning always feels better than losing. My thing is, if we get there, we don't have the offense to keep up. And that's my that's my thing because when we start when we won those four games, we're saying, hey, we've got this defense playing like this, and we got Alex Smith managing this offense where you feel like maybe you could do something. Mm-hmm. You get to the playoffs, maybe you can do some damage. Mm-hmm. Now maybe Alex Smith comes back, but we walk into the playoffs with Taylor Heineke. How are you feeling? <laughs> and I know we saw two drives of him, but I'm saying, <laughs> no, I'm not feeling good at all. Considering we'd be playing probably the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. With Todd Balls. And that's a good defense. I know that they've had their moments where they've been a bad defense against some good offenses. Even some decent offenses, but I'm just I'm just asking the question because like it was different when we were two and seven and saying finish, you know, whatever. But like this team has clearly improved at this point. We've doubled our win total. So it's just I just think it's a factor, you know. Be, and I look back and I and I tweeted this before the game and I say, well. I'm glad we didn't beat the Giants in week, what, 16 last year. Well, and we got to 4-12. and 12. Great. We won another game. Yeah. Okay. But we wouldn't have had Chase Young. And I'll take mm-hmm. Chase Young over one more game in 4-12. and 12. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so, I'll, I mean, I'll just wait to okay, see how my, next week plays out. But my, my thing is this. What do you think about next week? What, in terms of how do I feel about it? Yeah. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts. I, I think Jalen Hurts. Sure, he's a rookie, but being the mobile quarterback that he is presents a, an issue for this defense. Yes, yes. Um, and then offensively, the the Eagles' defense has has not been is at no point has it really been not at no point, but it's not a terrible defense. Mm-hmm. Now Dwayne Haskins. Well, I'm I don't think he'll be playing, but I think the offense we should see some improvement. But I'm definitely not feeling like oh this is an easy one. Mm-hmm. You just got beat by the Panthers. You were you were losing the Panthers twenty to three, twenty to six. So, mm-hmm. I think Jalen. If it was Carson Wentz, I'm feeling a lot better. But Jalen Hurts presents some problems. It's going to be interesting. It will be interesting. It's going to be interesting because I, I have no hope. <laughs> oh um, my goodness! I mean, no, I mean, it's just our offense. We we and, and dumb turnovers, man. I, I just I just don't see it. And um, see, and we. And, and, and we've struggled with with running quarterbacks, and yeah, the only I guess the only thing is that you're I mean, playing a team. Improved since they've played those running quarterbacks, some kind of, but Russell ran. Yeah, and for the most part, they're an older team, so it won't be like this Carolina team where they have young players and they need to improve. Right. So they may right. sit. They may sit some people. You know, Zach the Eagles. Or, the Eagles. Maybe you know it's possible. I mean. I, I, the only thing they have to hurt. go for is is hey, I mean, I would say if guys are banged up, then they then they'd probably sit them. If they're healthy, yeah. I would think they'd play and want to play spoiler. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because like you're spoiling our playoffs, but you're just you're giving it to the Giants or the Cowboys. Exactly. Like someone's going to the playoffs. <laughs> exactly. But I think the one thing for for if Washington loses next week, I think there will be a lot of frustration among the fan base of you know the Eagles had nothing to play for. We had everything to play for. Ron Rivera can get these guys motivated, yada, yada, yada. Look, this team doesn't have a quarterback, so I don't really care about any of that, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if they don't make the playoffs, it's because they don't have a quarterback. And if they do make the playoffs, they were 7-9 and nine and made it. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say Ron Rivera can get these guys motivated. I would say they don't have a quarterback. Right. But so tell me this. How would you feel if they lost next week, if they missed the playoffs? be pretty bummed right because i mean it would suck because it wouldn't feel good to have that opportunity and miss it yeah and to be to be for the eagles or the for the cowboys or the giants to be talked about as hey these guys won the division i know that's the cowboys turned around turned the season around yeah that would be annoying it'd be so annoying and it would feel good to be like washington wins the division we're the division champs everyone's talking about us yada 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 it would be it would be but then what happens when you play tampa you walk in there with Taylor Heineke, and anything's possible, sure, but let's assume that they lose, and it's all over. You know, and say we made the playoffs. Yeah, we won the division. We were seven and nine. That's an improvement in comparison to three and thirteen, but it's not something to brag about. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we carry that momentum that we once had. Therefore, I, I think the Cowboys have that momentum going to the playoffs. The Cowboys right do now. have that momentum going. 
And the and, truth is the Cowboys make the playoffs. They're losing to whoever they play. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a defense like Washington. Mm-hmm. They're beating bad teams. If they make the playoffs, it's because they have the easiest schedule. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you're right about that. They do have the momentum. Um, I don't know. I just think it's an interesting conversation. And and I just want like a 7-9 playoff berth and division title. Like that's fun. But what happens next year when seven and nine isn't getting you to the playoffs? You know, I want a, I want a team and a quarterback who can lead you where your worst season is is nine and seven, where you're you're mm-hmm. ten and six, eleven and five, twelve and four and, and up. You know, mm-hmm. you're winning the division no matter how good it is. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. And when you so I'm not trying to be a, a negative Nancy or a Debbie Downer. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm just kind of I, I feel like I'm just thinking rationally, but and and just kind of speaking my thoughts on uh, this podcast that is half mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have do you do you take issue with Dwayne not with Dwayne with Ron not bringing in Heineke going into the second half? Do you think that was a mistake? No, he explained. I don't it. think so. I don't think so. I mean, do you give him a, you give him at least one drive and see how he does? Um, yeah. Didn't he get a field goal out of that first one? Yeah, right. It was 20 to 3, and then it got to 20 to 6. Should have been a touchdown, but the ball got tipped, I believe. That's the one that got tipped to McKissick. That that would have mm-hmm. been, yes, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, he had to stick with his gut. And, I mean, Haskins turned it up last week. So, I, I don't really blame him. I also actually that decision to to kick the field goal on fourth and two I'm also I was also fine with I know you know it's just difference of opinion but like I get needing to be aggressive and trying to get the touchdown but you need a field goal anyway yeah, yeah. so sure be well you know, if you get the touchdown here it's great but like if we don't get this and and what's why do why should we be confident we're gonna get this right <laughs> if we don't get this we did all this for nothing now it just feels so much harder to win I was yeah. I was fine with that decision that's not why they lost the game no it's not. It's not. And I mean, to be to to be fair to Ron and his decision, which I would have I'm fine with it either way. I mean, but also this. I mean, I don't know what I'm gonna get from Heineke, but Dwayne's that fourth and two, the very last one. It was at the Carolina 36 with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. He was moving the ball again. They're at the 36 fourth and two should have converted it. No reason they didn't convert. He had a guy wide open. So to Ron's credit. They did start moving the ball, but then again, Dwayne just had started, just missed it. So, but I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't bothered by that. I wasn't bothered yeah. by that decision by Ron to not just roll with Heineke in the second. That fumble return for touchdown. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. What? That was got some got some screaming going on over there yeah siblings <laughs> in the background going crazy that's how i felt after uh i made that noise when haskins fumbled the ball oh oh and that first you know the funny thing is <laughs> they were running the ball so well that drive and i said I, I was as that ball was being snapped i said don't drop don't put it in haskins hands it's going to be a turnover and immediately it was a fumble. Oh my goodness! And I man. mean, that one wasn't necessarily on him. I I think the rush got there super fast. I'd have to I'd have to watch it back again. But um, what I was saying though, we were talking about that that fumble return, that fumble where they said the play was dead and and all that. That was some of that was, and that was one of the worst calls I've ever seen in the NFL. As long as I've been watching, that was that was one of the worst, uh, the no pass interference in the playoff Saints Rams game. Uh, there's others, but that one to one bl- to one <laughs> blow that play dead, to even blow it dead when you did, but two the ball was fully on the oh ground, my goodness. fully on the ground when you blew the whistle, fully on the ground so even if you didn't get the return because at first i thought that's what happened i said oh well they didn't get the return they should have let the they should have let it play out they didn't get the return to not even give them the ball that was tough to not even give them the ball on the most that was ridiculous look the refs didn't lose this game for washington but 
good lord, they were trying to make it yeah, as hard as possible. <laughs> My gosh, that was that was unbelievably horrible. That was bad, man. To blow that whistle when you did, and then. And my question is, you blew the whistle, you blew the play dead, but the ball was on the ground. At that point, how is that not reviewable, at least possession of the ball? Yeah. Shouldn't we at least then be able to review That's what I'm who saying. recovered the fumble? Because the play wasn't over. The play can't end with the ball in the middle of the field. No. That doesn't make sense. What are we doing? The, play, the ball is sitting in the middle of the field, play over. They yeah. keep it, even though y'all recovered it. That was insane. Yeah, that hurt. That and, hurt, and, man. And I mean, like, like okay, it was definitely a recovery. It was definitely a return. The touchdown, I think, would have happened. The guys, the two last guys, Robbie Anderson, the other one, kind of, you know, slowed down because they heard the pulled whistles. Up. They mm-hmm. kind of pulled up. So maybe it was a touchdown. You're at least in, like, at the 25, 25, 20, 30, whatever. That was unbelievable. Good. And imagine if something like that happens in a Super Bowl or something, you know? Just ridiculous. That was bad. And that happens, and suddenly the game is tied, right? No, it was 13. Uh, 13 20. to 3? Uh, 13 to uh, I mean, 3 three to 20? 13 to 20. It was 13 to 20 when that happened? Yeah. So it would have tied. No, it would. No, it, it was 6 to 20. Six but that would have put thir- – that would have been 13 to 20. Gotcha. Okay, yes. If that right, score right, right. happened. And that was in, like, the third quarter. Yes. That would have with, – with a lot of time with left. With plenty of time left. Yeah. Wow. That was ridiculous, dude. Man, that was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, there's got to be some criteria for plays like that because yeah. I understand when the the whistle is blown and progress is stopped. If he hadn't fum- if he wasn't down, but the ball hadn't come out, okay. First of all, you blew the whistle too early, but whatever. But when you blew the whistle, the ball was sitting there on the ground. That's yeah. got to be reviewable somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just one of those ugly games. One of those ugly games, and and it, you know, it felt kind of like the Cardinals game. They were also down twenty to three, like in the Cardinals game. You had a Steven <laughs> Sims muffed punt. You had a Dwayne Haskins interception early. You know, it was kind of just like one of those games where not even everybody is being sloppy. You've got sloppiness kind of across yeah. the board, but the but the but the there's one or two players who are really really sloppy, and it's just <laughs> making everything terrible. And it was Steven Sims, and it was Dwayne Haskins. It was nice to see Antonio Gibson back out there. Yeah, it was. It was nice. That's all I've got, man. Um, next week is gonna be crazy. You're playing. Yeah. You're playing for either division lead or top ten pick. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll find out five, ten years from now which one ends up being the better result. <laughs> we will yeah. find out. But I'm at least glad this season has been exciting on the field. It has been not just off the field drama, which I think there's. A, off the I, think there, I think we have more answers than we do questions. I agree with that. That's actually a really good point to make. For I the think first you time. do too. Now, one yeah. of those answers is good, man. Devonte Adams is ridiculously good, dude. Now, yeah. one of those answers is. Uh, I mean, one of those questions is one of the biggest ones of quarterback. But, but like you said. There's definitely more answers than questions. Mm-hmm. You look at these games that they've lost, and you can just see, you know, how many of them they could have won. And suddenly, instead of six and nine, you're nine and six. So you just need some better players, honestly. I mean, you you need some better players, and you need some players to play better. But yeah, yeah, you don't. So and and you know, Terry McLaurin was out, and and the receivers did not step up. Young guys didn't step up. Yeah, and, and you got to think about that. Next week, you get. I mean. You, you you hope I guess you assume hope you get Terry back. Yeah, you hope you get Terry back, and you have a new. I mean, any quarterback you put in at this point is better than the option that we've had the last two weeks. Any quarterback is better. So they honestly, dude, they they probably beat Seattle and Carolina with with any other than Steven Montez, but with Alex Smith, Kyle Allen, and maybe even Taylor Heineke, they win last weekend this week maybe. Yeah. But you know, it's in the past. <laughs> yeah, it's in the past. And um Before the good thing it, is we're at the last game of the season and we have something to play for. So Yeah, that's and that's that matters. Yeah. That matters. We're not just sitting here, you know, just looking at reading stories about, you know, draft draftable players. Yep. So it's exciting in a way that it, it may never be ever again. Yeah. Top five, I mean top ten pick, 
playoffs. <laughs> yep. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I think that's that's all for me. That's all for me. And I'm going to just say, but going into this last week, regardless of the outcome next week, I'm encouraged by what we've seen from this team this year, okay? Yeah, yeah. They've doubled their win count. I've been uh, contemplating whether or not I should watch the game next week and just turn on the phone and just be surprised by the See result. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to watch the game. You're going to watch it. <laughs> that used to be the worst. I would do that sometimes. And you just, man, your heart's racing. You're going to check it. And, oh, oh man. <laughs> it's at four o'clock, too, right? Did it get. Well, they're talking about it might bump it down to Sunday night now since. Oh, we need to see. I'm not sure what other games are happening next week that are that are critical. Are there any are there any division title deciding games even happening next week? No, we I don't think so. Right? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Raiders, no, no, Giants. Yeah, boys. Yeah. No, that would that would make sense. Have the Cowboys and Giants play yeah. at one or whatever, mm-hmm. and then and then put Washington and Philly. Yeah, you definitely you play Sunday s- night. It's Sunday night. Yep. It just got flexed? Uh, yep. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Dude, why does it always come down to this for Washington? <laughs> always comes down to Sunday night. Maybe not always, but it feels like always. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Sunday night, right? So basically the Cowboys and Giants are going to play. Whoever wins that game is going to say, well, we need Washington to lose. Yep. <laughs> if the Giants win and Washington loses, then the Giants will have won the division at oh six and ten. Goodness, six it's and crazy. ten division champions. Sunday yeah. night, white on white. <laughs> you know, you know that's coming. right. You know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Heineke versus Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Dang, Sunday night. Washington Monday actually night. does his, has done very well on Sunday nights. Monday yes, nights is are. the problem. Sunday nights, they won the NFC East in 2012 on Sunday night. They blew out the Packers the way they did on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I think they beat the Raiders the Raiders. way they did on Sunday night. Raiders, yep. I mean, they won the division 2015 on on a special edition of Thursday night. Was it Thursday night football? Mm-hmm. You know, that was a Monday night. And then um, they they... Yeah, they've they've played some good games on Sunday night. Yeah, Whew, this is gonna go. be interesting. That that just made the dynamic so much more interesting. It sure this, did. Heineke. This is gonna be. Oh man, Heineke, right. Taylor Heineke is that dude? He dude, he please. He, I felt like <laughs> I felt like we had a franchise quarterback <laughs> for two drives. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> is Alex Smith gonna be ready for Sunday night? What, yeah, Alex? I'm just personally not high on Alex playing, but what it's you, the last game of his career, feeling, possibly. Gut feeling. What do you say about Alex? I think he's gonna go. This, this may be the last game of his career. That is a fair point. It may be the last. Let me say that on that as we do this, you know, end of recording rambling that we do. Um, I, I, there was a period where I thought you, you know, you bring Alex back, you bring in somebody, blah blah blah. I don't think Alex comes back next year. I don't think you can pay Alex $20 million next year, mm-hmm. especially when, you know, they're undoubtedly going to resign Kyle Allen. And I think Kyle Allen may be a better quarterback at this point than Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. And if you do want a bridge quarterback, then Kyle Allen can be that bridge quarterback for you. Yeah. I don't see any way you're keeping Alex Smith at $20 million. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, and, and, and if, and if they do cut him, <laughs> no one else is going to sign him. Right. So, it may be the last game of his career. So yeah. If Alex Smith starts, I think I think it's well, who knows what'll happen, man. Dang, this is Sunday night. Sunday night, here we go. Okay. All right. But the overall Dang. tone is just <laughs> end of Dwayne Haskins in DC, man. Until it's until it's officially official, but but this game was it. And so nothing but wishing you nothing but the best in the future, but it did not happen yeah. here. And it, and, and it wasn't because Washington is, I mean, ultimately, yeah, it's because Washington is this terrible organization, you know, when he got drafted here, but it's, it's, they are, they pick players who can't succeed. Like it, it's deeper than just, it's not good players coming here and, and then becoming terrible. It's 
the bad organization picking players who shouldn't be picked, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. particularly by the owner. Yeah. But I think that Dan and then Ronda hires a GM and they're going to know who they want. So, yep. and Dwayne and yep. Dan's going to be on a yacht somewhere. I really think yep. that that will happen this time. Mm-hmm. All right, man. I think that that is for real all I've got until we talk later this week about biggest game in five years. Yep. This is it, man. This is like, this is it right here. Yeah. National right. stage for the yeah. division. Everyone's watching. Everyone's watching. Taylor Heineke. I can see the defense going crazy on national television. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen or or Jalen Hurts might go crazy on national television. Yeah, or Jalen Hurts, yeah. I, I don't know. He had a cool down game today. Jalen Hurts did against the yeah. Cowboys. So mm-hmm. and and I mean, yeah. Any points they get will probably mostly be in the first half. So man, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But all right. Go try hot chicken kitchen. It's fantastic. Go mm-hmm. go try it. It's a Woodbridge, Virginia. Best chicken sandwich you'll have. And now we got to move on to the other things on their menu. I want to try the chicken and waffles and the chicken strips and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But that chicken sandwich is just phenomenal. Yeah. It's hard to move on from that. It is hard to move on. It's hard, <laughs> it is hard to move on. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Anything else to add to you? Oh, that's it. All righty. Well, we'll talk later this week. This is Todd. And this is Tay. Thank you for listening. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.